the very beginning of the movie when the secretary and the guy are in the office and and he's like why don't you stick around and goes to like rubber back yeah and tries to turn on the tv but the remote doesn't work and then they turn the tv on very specific it is and it's a boxing the boxing comes on the tv and she's like oh and he's like what you got something against violence that tv and that boxing is apollo creed boxing rocky and rocky oh, that's too. cool that's cool i mean come on how ridiculous is that Another one is when Action Jackson and Vanity are walking through the town. Mm-hmm. I think right after they got out of the bar and he did the, I'm a believer, and he walks right That's out. That's the dumbest scene I've ever seen, by ever. the way. Ever. It's so absurd. When they leave that bar, right when they walk outside, they go about 10 feet, and on the left are five Predator posters up on the wall, the movie. Well, Carl is feeling himself. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content. And a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakashane, darling, Dakashane. Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, if you're in Detroit working on the line <laughs> yeah. and, you run, and you run into ex-lieutenant, now Sergeant Jericho Jackson, Action Jackson, as he's known to his friends, the most important lesson I learned is when you get a mortgage, don't be involved with the United Auto Workers or any anything having to do with the auto industry. It's a dirty, dirty industry. That's what Action Jackson taught me. But Sonic Loans taught me that having the right mortgage is a critical part of your success. You got to have the rate. You got to have the discussion with Charlie and his team at Sonic Loans. They're going to make sure that you get into the perfect mortgage. Reach out to Charlie today. Tell him that Buzz in the Tower sent you. Get ready to experience the loan process like you never have before. How do you like your ribs? Low Toasty. percent. Oh. Oh, Close enough. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com for a free consultation. Call 248-595-0001. And make sure you tell them Buzz in the Tower sent you. They're going to give you the A-plus white glove treatment over at Bolton Legal The one-arm special. When someone rips your arm off. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That's how you avoid getting your rank taken away from you if you're a police officer. You get into some trouble, you grab a convicted child molester, and you rip his arm from his socket, and his dad happens to be a high-ranking deliplane. Or if you're a martial arts instructor. And your student decides to <laughs> snap your arm. <laughs> so many lessons to be learned from Action Jackson, but they're the best attorneys out there. Bird law, UAW law, whatever you need. I actually don't know if they do union law, but they could. Bolton Legal Group is the group you want. Reach out to Bolton Legal Group today and enjoy the legal experience. Instead of it being a pain, allow it to be old, pleasure. old, old painless. No, pleasure. <laughs> pleasure there. Pleasure you go. box. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> No, what's that? I know what you're talking about. (laughs) 
Today's episode, Action Jackson. Due to the use of excessive force in arresting a sexual predator, (laughs) Detective Jericho Action Jackson, played by Carl Weathers, is demoted to police sergeant. What's worse, the father of the man he roughed up, Detroit industrialist Peter Delaplane, played by Craig T. Nelson, declares war on Jackson, framing him for the murder of his own wife, Patrice, played by Sharon Stone. But Jericho manages to elude arrest and, with the help of a drug-addicted singer named Sidney, Vanity, goes after Delaplane. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we answer the question that no one was asking. What if you took Dylan from Predator, gave him a badge, and made him a street cop? So sit back, relax, and enjoy an hour of us talking about Action Jackson, the single greatest police officer next to Axel Foley. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the surprise Biff Tannen cameo to my otherwise nonsense movie, <laughs> Max Sanders. And with that... How do you like your ribs? It's your favorite quote in any action film ever, correct? I think it's Al Leong's facial expressions. I don't think he says anything. He doesn't uh, even get to perform karate. You know, if you say Al Leong fast enough, it sounds like Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Maybe they're related. And uh, <laughs> No, that's Whitney Houston. Just kidding. What's the song she sang in Titanic? (laughs) My heart will go on. That's right. Max, uh, welcome to the studio. We've got uh, you and me and then our newest addition, part-time, full-time, I don't know what you want to call them, but we'll just say Bradley Coster on the hi-hats over there doing a little mixing and hanging out with us. What's a hi-hat? I don't know. It's I think it's a DJ table type no, thing. No, that's what you put champagne in okay. when you... Uh, it's like Max, I don't know. Do I look like I'm a rap artist by any means? Well, it's a fancy restaurant. Term. I just know two turntables and a microphone because of Beck. I love that song. Free to bet. We are in the new studio. We don't have a name for it yet, but it the Glaive is, Cave. The Glaive Cave is not going to be <laughs> Glaven. That oh, hi. <laughs> this will be the temporary name for it, but it's uh, the Boobly. It is eerily quiet in here. Yeah, <laughs> this place is like a a war bunker. Make it a Patreon thing. I could could do a lot of things, Max. Yeah. But today, you know, Bodie McBoderson. Today, we're going to talk about Action Jackson. But before we do that, a reminder to our faithful first time or long time listeners. Although, if you're a first time listener, you're not faithful. But we're going to show you how to be faithful right now. Leave a five star review. I was like, marry us? I don't know. No. By the way, we got the nicest review from Ireland the other day. I saw. Yeah. You know what? Pull it up. Read that. It was a great review. While you pull it up, I'll go over the other stuff. Just don't type like an animal. Nice soft typing. Everything gets picked up here. I'm nervous. Shh. Soft type. Soft type. Uh, Leave a a five-star review. Uh, Leave some kind words. That helps with the visibility of the show. If you're looking for more content, we just had a couple viral TikToks. I knew they were going to go viral. Uh, The one that you did on Terminator and the truck. Is it like 50,000 views right now? People got really upset. They got, They're I like, know. it's not exactly the truck. The best TikToks <laughs> that you and I do are the ones that have anything that people can argue about, right? So yeah. the, go check it out. The, our handle on all social media is at Buzzin the Tower, B-U-Z-Z-N the Tower. If you're looking for a sweatshirt, a t-shirt, if you want to join uh, our crew. Custom underwear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, BuzzinTheTower.com. And then, of course, Patreon.com backslash Tower, where we are going to have a naming contest for the studio. We got to find something. Max, can uh, we do a photo shoot where we're wearing like Buzz in the Tower underwear like Sigourney Weaver? And no, Aliens? the answer is no. Do you no. know that? Uh, what's her name? Who plays Sigourney Weaver? Sharon Stone. Just kidding. Not what? Sharon Stone. Who thank plays you. Sigourney Weaver? Yeah, I think she you. plays. I meant to say Ripley. Ripley? Yeah. Yes, thank you. Max, it's one of those mornings. We don't usually record in the mornings. Yeah, so I'm more up than you are. I, I mean, come on. Uh, do you know she's six feet tall? Yeah. I did not know Sigourney Weaver six feet tall. I have a lot of height facts on this movie. Yeah, you do. There's a lot of tall people. Max Sanders. Do you want me to read the I don't, review? I want you to calm down right now. Okay. Now I want you to read the view. <laughs> Maybe cut out the whole section when he goes a little bit sideways on some movie I've never heard of, but read the other part. <laughs> Mo and Max great. show ticks all the boxes. In Northern Ireland, they'd qualify as top slabbers. I don't know if that's a good thing. It is. He, right yeah. after that, says it's a good thing. And there's high praise indeed. Yow. <laughs> How do you not know if it's yeah. a praise when his next sentence is... By the way, you know what they call strippers? Should and- I be reading this? I feel like I should be yeah, reading probably. this. Yeah, okay. probably. But do you know what they call strippers in Massachusetts? I don't. Peelers. That's great. Yeah. Moving Let's on, go to the Max. peelers. Max. Do you want to read this? Some, yeah, some why don't you turn your computer okay. around? Let me just read it. You know uh-huh. how you are I have reading. to call. Hold on. Mo and Max's show ticks all the boxes. Should I do it in an Irish accent? No. That's no, offensive. offensive. In Northern <laughs> Ireland, they'd qualify as top slabberers. Slabberers. <laughs> slabberers. <laughs> and this is high praise indeed. Yow. A feel-good podcast, certain to lift your spirits and make you smile. If you're even half as serious about 80s movie knowledge as the hosts are, then there is a lot in this show for you. You're sure to learn something, and you're sure to be entertained. What more do you want? And now, I'm, now, now I'm skipping yeah. that part. Uh, can you scroll down a little bit? There is something. Your cookies 
is uh, block there. Oh, too much. Go back and go back and go back and go. I'll cut this out and go back there. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I didn't do it. You're good. (laughs) You're good. Five stars for buzzing the tower, and I'll be along for the ride when they get their sights on the 90s. Point Break 1991 is indeed one of the best movies of all time. Well said, Mo. I, I've every single time that we have international listeners, I tell you this, nothing to me is cooler than the fact that there's somebody in Ireland who knows who you and I are and listens to the show. What's I, the coolest place do you think that it would be for like an international person to listen to us? Oh, man. Antarctica. No, I, you know, I, that'd be like, like kind of uh, boutique-y and neat, but yeah. I, I genuinely like major metropolises that are in other cities because the reality is in Antarctica. Like Singapore? Yeah, like, well, no, I, Ireland, Australia, yeah. you know, even Canada, when when there's a competition for other media, like it's not like this is their only option. It's not like he's in a third world country, dude. Like he has a computer. He can hear whatever he wants to hear, but he's listening to us talk about 80s That movies. is cool. I just like, how do you so find cool. us? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly nothing you've done. I mean, you don't help the show at all. It's unbelievable. All right, uh, Max, Action Jackson, let's start with this. Is this the craziest movie of the 80s? This to me feels like one of those movies that I don't understand <laughs> How it got made. Weekend at Bernie's, and, but, Mannequin. And and it's interesting, too, because it is reasonable to assume that Carl Weathers, after the success that he had in Rocky and Predator, Predator basically just said, okay, I'm ready for my thing now. And all It made the, sense. Well, but, but other than Chubbs, like 30 years later, and what he's doing in The Mandalorian, which is fantastic- yeah. Is this a, is this Rick Moranis syndrome where Rick Moranis always knew that he was best suited as the one B or the two and not as the one A and Carl Weathers, his ego got the better of him. And he said, I want to be one A because like he has not been successful. This movie. I love this movie. It's not a good movie. Yeah. I can think, he carry a movie? Can, no. can Carl Weathers, <laughs> I've, I've spent all that time talking. Can Carl Weathers carry a movie? Not really, but the thing is, the unintentional humor makes it incredible. Like, I'd watch 10 of these. Well, you love this, and I love this, also in part because it's a black splo- it's a black exploitation film. Like, when he met with Joel Silver to talk about making this movie, they both, Carl I'm Weathers. Get you, and, sucker. Yeah, and yeah. like, well, that's what killed black exploit. I can't say that term without muttering over my words. But the idea of these, like, over the top, you know, like, you know, just re- dripping in. Sat. It's almost. I mean, it's. We're almost at the level of the Zucker brothers doing Naked Gun, right? Like it's. It's absurd. pretty close. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. But but it you could holds, have said this was a satire movie. People right. would have believed it. Yeah. But it's got some good action. Yeah. I, I will tell it's you right Jackson. now. Jackson. And and the other thing too is it's the cast is low. I, I got to go off on this for a second. Like the the level of jacked that Carl Weathers is is staggering to me. Like and this is true when he was in. Is Rocky. that your dream body? Ah, God. It's Arnold than him, right? Maybe him before Arnold, and I'll tell you why. Arnold is so big. It's not like, achievable. I don't even feel like yeah. I could touch my back. Like, yeah. I, and, and not even that it's not achievable. I don't want to be that big. Carl Weathers looks like retired NFL yeah. linebacker. Beef Carl Weathers. He looks like what I would assume Ray Lewis looked like in his prime. Oh, yeah. Like, just tough, like, muscly dude and just an athlete. I mean, he played in the Canadian Football League. He played in the NFL. And it's very important. He has curly chest hair, so it makes him softer. So yeah. he looks more like a bear. I, I really appreciate how when I try to dive into anything. It's his body. Been, no, I just, how you find a way to make everything weird. And jeans. That's your magic power. <laughs> and jeans and no t-shirt. Your magic power is you can take anything and make it weird. Yeah. That's so impressive. Thank you. You're, you're wonderful. Max, this movie, I mean... I, what what do you love about it? What do you hate about it? Uh, balls in a jar, really funny. Yeah. Uh, flamethrowers. Uh, a girl getting pistol whipped dead for no reason in the first thirty seconds. Yeah, one she, one punch to the face. She's done. Why was, did they was do it a pistol whip or was it a punch? It was a pistol whip. I okay. went back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why did they do that? They're gonna blow up everything anyways. You know, I, I, we did an episode a long time ago, um, and I I could be butchering what we called the episode, but I think it was like best. Best intros to '80s movies. This and is best pretty. Last this this scenes. is way up there. So I think the like sometimes, and this is a, a signature Joel Silver produced thing, right? Like yep. he wants out the gate. He wants to say, "Hey, get ready." So this is like if they took mescaline before they made the Lethal Weapon intro. Yeah. So have you ever? Are you a roller coaster guy? I hate them. Okay. <laughs> so most roller coasters, not all of them, but they start off. They get you to the top and they drop you. Click, and it's click, usually click, it's, click. it's yeah. the biggest drop. Yeah. And you're you're then you're you're elevated the blood pressure's up and then the rest of the ride just feels that much more exciting 
that's that's a Joel Silver movie, right? That's Lethal Weapon car chase scenes. That's you know uh, Predator. Well, Predator's unique. Predator's that's why it's the best film ever made because Predator wasn't like except that. for the first scene. Yeah, but you hate the first scene of Predator. I know that's what I'm saying. I know. Yeah, I just took my socks your, your off. Your feet better. Your feet better smell good. We are in a close space. I got a pedicure yesterday. I'm just telling you, like, look how shiny my toes are. There can't we can't fart in this room. We can't burp in this room, and you can't. I don't want to look at your feet. Which, by the way, you have orangutan toes. They're ten inches long. What? They're super weird. Put your feet away. God. Welcome to Feet Finder. That's great. <laughs> this is your, the basis of your OnlyFans page is going to be your orangutan toes. Um, no, I mean, this this movie is, it's it's complicated too. It's Well, so uh, Carl Weathers was being he interviewed and he's like, I don't understand this movie. I don't, I'm not sure I understand. Like, I, I get that. There's a negotiation with Delaplane and the United. He's killing Auto off workers, his competition. And he's killing off his competition, but I, and he hired the ninjas from one of his competitors, right? They're I like guess, a bodyguard team I that guess. he bribed. So that's kind of funny too, right? Like the beginning of this movie, when you're done watching the opening scene, where basically this, you know, executive reporter, yeah. is not reporter. Oh, she's the reporter. No, yeah. she's not. She's a secretary. Oh yeah, you're right. You're thinking of Die Hard, but we'll yeah. talk about that later. Okay, yeah. Winky de wink. The opening <laughs> scene of this movie is. Uh, an executive with his secretary and they're just hanging out late. You know, he's about to do some stuff. I don't know that they were about to. They seemed, yeah, they seemed. Well, he was trying to. She had a date. Did you see this movie? Have you watched it? I don't know if we're watching a lot the same happened. movie. I just need you to take a break. <laughs> just take a quick break. It's okay. But we, we were introduced to the first action in this film and the action has a distinctively ninja feel to it. It is like the opening of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A lot it of like, like knife flips. A lot of where'd they go? You don't ever see them. They disappear in a way that is obviously impossible. They're torturing people. The guy's shooting his gun with, I think he shot it 20 times. 17 times. I'm unaware of a clip on a handgun that'll hold 17 bullets. I have one that has 22. Really? No. No. I don't have a gun. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that's shocking to me that you have a gun. Like, absolutely <laughs> would... shocking to me. I've been to firing ranges. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Yeah. Did you scream when you heard it go? Uh, I wore Gucci flip flops right, and I I'm burned sorry. my feet. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear any of this. I didn't know the clips come I out. I don't want to. What the, is it? The, the shells. Yeah. The clips. <laughs> the shells, Max. The shells. But you watch that and you're prepared for a ninja movie. And then that disappears other than like a, other than like Craig T. Nelson doing the, some karate. The boat scene too. Yeah. Yeah. All of this has got, it has all, of, well, I don't want to spoiler alert some of the things we're going to talk about later in the show. What this feels like to me is a Mad Lib of every single one of my favorite 80s action film. Yeah. It was were, like, give me a story from Lethal Weapon. Give me violence from Commando. Give me, you know, just going right down. Beverly Hills Cop humor. Yep. Oh, yeah. Perfectly said. Yeah. It, it feels to me like a Mad Lib of every action film. And I'm okay with that. It's just, it's it's overwhelming. I feel yeah. like my senses are overwhelmed when I watch Some this Some Who Framed Roger Rabbit with a like little a bit. singer kind of thing. I, yeah. Legit. A <laughs> yeah. little bit. Like, I, I, there's there's like a buddy cop kind of element, but it's not with a Biff. cop. That, yeah, but the Biff thing is incredible. It's got the best captain of all the time. The fact that Biff Tannen is in this movie. He is throwing 190 miles an hour, He by the is way. just like lewd, vulgar. He's and, like, don't consider me Biff anymore. And here's the thing. Yeah. It's a little Shane Black, you know? Yeah. So I'm with my girlfriend the other day, and I say to her, you got I mean, like, that's, I slapped her in the face with mine. Right, that, that, those kind of jokes are very Shane Blackish, and, like, it's got all of that. Is this the most one-liners of any movie it's ever? a lot of one-liners. There's, there's like, hey, so a nun, a, a priest, and a uh, crocodile walk it's into a, a bar. Yeah. I mean, even at the end when she's like, she's like, I thought you said you'd never be with a junkie. And, and he's like, you're not a junkie? She's like, cold turkey. <laughs> you can serve me on Thanksgiving. He's like, what if I want you Give me a stuffer. Yeah, I, that's not what he said. Pass the mashed potatoes. Check, please. Oh, Max. Sweet, You can sweet roast my Max. carrots. God bless America. Maple syrup. All right, let's get into facts because you know that's... <laughs> You know that's what we do, Max. We got Max's facts. Hit me. What do you got? So this came out February fifteenth, uh, nineteen eighty-eight. So Shit. great, great Valentine's movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> Thought we'd go take a little action, Jackson. Cost seven million, made twenty million. So yeah. not, not bad. No, uh, incredible cult following. Yeah. Uh, critically not well received, <laughs> so bad, yeah. but like very popular. In fact, uh, jump to a fact right now. Their plan was 100% to make sequels. Uh, they were ready. The studio wanted to do it. They made a film in 1990 called Dangerous pa Dangerous Passion. <laughs> Danger. Danger. Dangerous Passion. 
it, totally unrelated to it, but it starred Carl Weathers and it was retitled in other countries, Action Jackson 2. I want to be the guy who makes that decision. Right. <laughs> like, like, you want to be on like, this Robocop 5. You're like, you'd be on like the Singapore call. Be like, uh, yeah, so here's the deal. Uh, in this movie, his name is actually uh, Robert, but we're going to call it Action Jackson Deuces. Yeah. Unbelievable. By the way, do you know the Australian connection to this movie? I don't. Oh my God, you're going to flip. So Carl Weathers thought of this idea while instead of Predator. Yes, I did know that. And he was talking- Him and Joel Silver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about, you know, they love black exploitation movies and all that kind of stuff. And they talked to an Australian crew member about like being on that movie. And he goes, I'm in like Action Jackson. And they're just like, Yes, I guess oh. that's a term in action. I guess that's a action term. Jackson. Oh, so like, like Bob's your uncle. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, so Max, it's an Australian yeah. thing. I'm right? in like action Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Could use that all the time. I can't, I can't believe you didn't know that. No, yeah. thank you. That's one of the facts of, that you actually said that I like. Yeah. Which is rare because I can't stand. <laughs> I know, I have really random facts. I, I hate you so much. So do you know uh, Action Jackson was supposed to be 50 in this movie? Yeah. His when they uh, when he gets the bump and grab on his wallet. Yeah. And opens the wallet up and he was actually 39. Can we talk about that for a second? He was 39. I'm 44 years old right now, and being in the type of shape that he is in in this movie at 39 to me is inconceivable. I can't even wrap my head around how good a shape he's in for 39 years what old. What did young Carl Weathers look like, though? Was it different, or did he just stay great looking? How old for was he years? when he did Apollo? I'm going to look this up. Hold and on. that's 70. Well, we can do the math right now. No, no, I want to look up his football. Okay. Well, you look that up. Yeah. Rocky, the first Rocky was 78 or 79? 78. Okay, so in 78... And this movie is 88, so that's 10 years earlier. So at 28, 29, that's what he looked like when he was in Rocky. So I got to assume going back five years from that's when he's in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. He didn't, he like de-aged. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> well, but look, when you're when you're training to play football, you're, yeah, it's you're, like not, you're, not, muscles, you're yeah. not training vanity muscles, right? So yeah. like when you're training to be a movie star, you're training vanity muscles. He is always oily too. You notice that? Do you think he's? Do you think All right, Max, I'm I'm ready to move on. Okay, you're going down your weird path. Sorry, again. sorry. Just, and then you breathe heavy, and these. Am pneumo- I breathing these, heavy? No, but you'll start breathing heavy when you talk about oily men. It's just weird. Uh, Max, back to facts. So the car in the mansion is a 1987 Pontiac Fiero. Sure is with the body effects Hot, that make it look hotter, like a Ferrari. Hottest. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's driving it through like the uh, actual house, like in the uh, hallways and all, is like one of the most insane things I've ever seen. The like, uh, how do they do that? I don't even know. But it's again ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous that you would drive a car through a home and up a flight of stairs. You like, can't you can't watch this movie for more than five seconds and go, "That's not ridiculous." Right. Yeah. Well, I, there are little small nuanced things that I love. So there's two in particular that were incredible tips of the hat to other films. I don't know if you picked up on either of them. In the very beginning of the movie, when the secretary and the guy are in the office, and and he's like, "Why don't you stick around?" and goes to like rub her back, yeah, and tries to turn on the TV, but the remote doesn't work, and then they turn the TV on. It's very specific. It is, and it's a boxing. A boxing comes on the TV, and she's like, "Ugh," and he's like, "What? You got something against violence?" That TV and that boxing is Apollo Creed boxing Rocky and Rocky. Oh, that's II. cool. That's cool. I mean, come on, how ridiculous is that? Another one is when Action Jackson and Vanity are walking through the town. Mm-hmm. I think right after they got out of the bar and he did the, I'm a believer, and he walks right That's out. That's the dumbest scene I've ever seen, by ever. the way. Ever. It's yeah. so absurd. By the way, do you know the guy who uh, was holding him up? We're not going to get to this in character, I don't think. That's Joanna Mann. Joanna Mann. Remember that Remember when that movie in the 90s where like a basketball player pretends oh, to be a woman? Like vaguely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that. That's yeah, the guy. That's, yeah. it's good to know, Max. Yeah. When they leave that bar, right when they walk outside, they go about 10 feet, and on the left are five Predator posters up on the wall. The movie. Well, Carl is feeling himself. <laughs> I know. Movie. I love this. This was his I, moment to shine. I have no problem with that. But the fact that they are like, they, like in this in this universe, in this multiverse, yeah. you have Rocky and Predator in this movie is hilarious. I to mean, me. the arrogance he had, like, he's a high school track star. He's a Harvard law grad. I know. I know. It's like, you know, he wrote that too, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. They're, they're like, yeah. here's your background. And they give uh, him the initial background is like, you know, grew up in a rough neighborhood in Detroit, became a cop. He's like, let me add a couple things. Track star, Harvard grad. Yeah, it's like Kenny Powers wrote this movie. I know. <laughs> I'd love to see Kenny Powers remake Action Jackson. How great would that be? Uh, my plums. <laughs> nice hue. <laughs> Deep in my plums. Stop it. Sorry. Can't help myself. So Paula Abdul did the choreography. What didn't she I was gonna say. do the choreography yeah. for? So I know right off the top of my head, she did... Coming to America. Uh, coming to America. Uh, the dance in uh, the Anne Eater dance. Yeah, in, in, uh, Can't, uh, buy, Can't me buy Me Love. Love. There's more. We're yeah. not even covering it. But, yeah. but yes, she did the dancing in this too. Paula Abdul 
man. Joel Silver, my pa- first crush. Paul Abdul. I know that's that's not on brand for you. It's, uh, Burnett. I don't yeah, know. I guess yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Dancer. You like dancing, crazy? I suppose there you go. I like a good mole. You do like crazy? I like a mole. Oh, man, do you like crazy? She's got that mole mole. Holy mole mole. Like her and Cindy Crawford. This is my type. So I have decided. I don't know if he's alive. You'll do the research and find out. We got to find Jack Crane. I need to find Jack Crane and commission him to make a buzz, a buzz in the tower <laughs> knife. The buzzsaw. He is a well-known bladesmith who made the knives in Predator, Die Hard, Commando, and Action Jackson. So if he was a well-known knife smith in the 80s, he had to be like 55, 60 and Why grizzled. do you say that? He could have been a young. <laughs> when I was a young <laughs> knife smith. There's no way. He's definitely like an old crashy guy. Let me go find him. Okay. I, I barely ask you to do anything. I ask you to show up and be ready to do the podcast. Go Jack, find him. Jack okay? Crane. Jack Crane. Not right now. Just at some point. Go find him. Uh, He's dead. Damn it. He Let's go a, find some of his knives. He played at the University of Texas and was an all-Southwestern conference in 1939 and great, 1940. Great work, Max. Wait, this might be the wrong Jack Crane. Probably is. Let's uh, <laughs> po- let's just pause that for a second. So in 1995, <laughs> Carl Weathers was being interviewed about this movie, and he said regarding the plot, I know you and I talked about this, really, really complicated and admitted to having no clue what the film was really about. In addition to that, he said physically this was the most difficult film he'd ever made. It aged him. That's how he referred to it. Is it aged Well, they put him, him through the ringer. Did he even have a stunt double? I don't know. But if he had the stunt double was, uh, what's his face, who was in the movie? <laughs> what? The other African-American guy with the mustache who frames him at the end of the movie. Oh, Gamble. Like, Gamble, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's great, by the way. I totally agree with that. Like, he's he's... Quiet evil in a way that, and he actually looks like Carl Weathers too. Oh, You're right. I, I know. When they um, when they said like he's gonna wear this shirt, and yeah. I was like, that that's, that's gonna, gonna work. work. Absolutely, a hundred percent. He just he shouldn't smile though because he's got the gap. He does. The but, Michael Strahan. Strahan. Yeah, worked for Strahan. Oh no, uh, I'm saying if he was trying to oh, to impersonate be Carl Weathers. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Max, facts. What else do you got? Uh, let's see. Vanity became an evangelical Christian after this, which is yeah weird because very weird. in that scene. Yeah. God, that scene, I don't get it. Everyone, by the way, in this movie. Papa Doc. They're going after Papa Doc. Uh, we're not going to talk about this later, but everyone who's in this movie who's a star, I, I don't know why this feels appropriate, but they've all been divorced like three times. <laughs> it just, I don't know. It feels like if you're in this kind of movie, know, right? you have like this inflated sense of self where like your wife thinks it's charming for a year and then leaves you. Yeah, I mean, this is like a, a, a Freud, you know, <laughs> yeah. dissertation on the, you know, the the ego and the super ego. Yeah. I mean, this this is like make me look as tough as possible type movie. Yeah. But like, I have no problem with that. I mean, I what what would you do? I mean, if you were making a movie, wouldn't you would you want to make yourself look like no, you would do, you know what you do? I do uh, the smart mumble What was the Sandler movie with the That's my boy? No, with the with the the diamond, the opals, um Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems. You'd make yourself look like Sandler in that movie. Oh, my. I hope not. <laughs> no, I mean, you'd be like, I'm like a squarmy little like old Jewish guy selling stuff. Have you seen that movie? Affairs. Yeah, so I love that movie. It's okay. incredible. He's like the worst person on the face I of the know, earth. I know. That's what I'm saying. You would be you, you would be a self-hating character. You'd be like, make yourself Maybe look Maybe like Woody bad. Allen. Woody Allen's well, cool. Yeah, he's cool until he's babysitting for you. I guess. Oh, that was too soon. Yeah. Yeah, don't make those jokes. But I'm saying in the movies, he's cool. Like I'd, I'd go George Costanza. Okay. Or Larry David. All right. Larry David. I can see Larry David. George Costanza is Larry David. What's the deal, Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) Did the same thing. Just calm down. Okay. Do you have any other facts? No. Are you sure? Yeah. (laughs) There's not many facts in this movie. Not a lot of facts. Why don't we- (laughs) The cast is insane, The cast is insane. We're going to talk about that. Why don't we uh, take a quick break for some words from our sponsors, and we'll come back and jump into the cast. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dobie Real Estate. You can find them at weardobie.com. If you're looking for a house, uh, a nice little mansion that sits over on Lake Michigan because you're... Or a nice, cute little apartment with Sonny Landham. Or, yeah. (laughs) Cozy. Dobie Real Estate. Dobie Real (laughs) Estate is where you start and where you finish. If you're selling your home, if you're buying a home, they have the best real estate agents out there. More than that, though, they are loaded up with the right marketing team, the right business team. They're going to make sure that you get the highest value possible when you sell your home. And if you're... Yeah, Kit Sable made millions uh, when he sold his motel. (laughs) Jesus Christ. <laughs> Buying a home, selling a home, it doesn't have to be a scary process if you have the right people in your corner. And that's exactly what Dolby Real Estate is. $400 million in sales, 1,000 homes sold. Reach out today, connect with an agent, and get ready to just love the home buying and home selling experience. All right, Max. Uh, I'm going to let you... I want you to hop in first and talk about the director and the writer. But when we get to the actual actors, I've got... <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got some things for you. So is this one of the most loaded, like non-Breakfast Club John Hughes casts? It's got everybody. Like he kind of picked. Yep. I'm, I'm going to get to that. Right? I'm going to get to that. It so goes like 12, 19, 14 deep of Iconic. 1988 Action Jackson, directed by Craig Baxley and written by Robert Renault. So Talk to me about Craig Baxley. He's a third-generation filmmaker and was the stunt coordinator on Predator, A-Team, 21 Jump Street, and was the second unit director on Heaven Can Wait and Reds, which makes me think he was friends with Warren Beatty in the 80s, yeah. which is like the coolest thing you could be. Yeah. Warren Beatty, like, had you but know- you're, you're just guessing that he was friends with them. You don't know that. Yeah. It just seems random that he's the second director on both those movies sure. that are big deals. Sure, sure, so sure. Heaven Can Wait is great. That's a great movie. Yeah. I haven't seen Reds. Um, it's, it's intense, right? It's I, about communism. Yes. It's like four uh, hours long. God, I have not seen that. I haven't seen Heaven Can Wait in forever, but that is a great movie. Craig Baxley also directed Stone Cold, the Boz movie. <laughs> that movie's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that, that Stone Cold and Action Jackson, man. Just put that on my resume. Yeah. I'm ready to roll. You did incredible. So written by Robert Renau, who kind of has an incredible resume because he's only done four things. He did an episode of The Hitchhiker as a TV show, mm-hmm. an episode of Tales from the Crypt, both like cool TV shows. He did this, and he wrote Demolition Man. Ooh, Demolition! That's pretty Man. good. I think so. Absolutely. Like that's a that's a four for four. I heard a possible sequel, Demolition Man, years ago, but I didn't Simon says die. Oh man, I could watch that a million times. Wesley and him could do it again. A hundred percent. The shells. I'm gonna do this a little bit unique because usually I dive deeper into this, but I got some stuff to talk about. So let's go. You got four main characters: Carl Weathers, Craig T. Nelson, Vanity, and Sharon Stone. And Can I give you some Carl Weathers facts? Give me one sec. Okay. Carl Weathers is uh, action Jericho Jackson. Craig T. Nelson is Peter Delaplane. Uh, Vanity is Sidney Ash. And Sharon Stone plays Patrice Delaplane, who is the wife of Mr. Delaplane himself, Craig T. Nelson. Carl Weathers, born in New Orleans, played football at San Diego State. That's kind of cool. Played for the Raiders for five years. Divorced three times, like I said, <laughs> not great. Uh, introduced into the Mustache Hall of Fame in 2016 in TV and film. The stuff he's in, I mean, Apollo, Creed, and Rockies 1 through 4. He was a military police in Close Encounter of the Third Kind. Predator, he's Dylan, obviously. Dylan! <laughs> That's your favorite role ever, isn't ever. it? Yeah. Happy Gilmore Chubbs might be my favorite. Although, actually, I love in Regular Show, which is one of my favorite cartoons. Mm-hmm. He's the god of basketball. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. And he's great in uh, The Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah, it was very cool to see him. It's, it was nice to bring him back out. Yes. I feel like he should have been in a Tarantino movie. Max, I don't I don't even want to talk about Craig T. Nelson that or he's anybody six, four? else right now. I don't want to talk about anyone. You know he's a brown belt in Taekwondo? I got I to jump into this. I'm sorry. Okay. I've been sitting here biting my tongue all day. But I, this is, of all the films we've done, and you alluded to this when you started talking about that this is this is the Avengers Endgame of every one of my favorite 80s actors for small parts. I should say every one of my 80s action actors and actresses. So I told you I think that this movie is basically a Mad Libs of every single action film that was made in the 80s. Yep. Joel Silver produced, oh, of his entire career, he might be responsible overall for the largest amount of amazing action films in a career. Was he a Don Simpson guy? Was he connected to him? Or Not no? that I'm aware of. Okay. I've never seen the two tied together. They but, feel like synonymous, kind of. But he, even more so, I mean, he, I mean, let's just start with Predator, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, That's enough. Commando. Yeah. Right? I mean, that right there is incredible. This movie borrows steals and robs so much from all those other movies even small things like i remember watching predator and you know how is a henley a long sleeve like shirt with buttons on it it sounds like it yeah i think that's what a henley is in predator you know he's got that green you know how he has that green henley in predator you yeah. know or predator in commando he jumps out of the plane takes, yeah it's takes, great looking yeah. it's like yeah and it like fits him perfectly like Carl Weathers is wearing the red version of that shirt in Action Jackson. It's a great it's, look. It's a great look for Jack Giant guys. That's whatever. Silliness aside, every single character in this movie, <laughs> like with a couple exceptions, and I and I know I already know the counter argument to this. It happens on our TikTok videos all the time. You'll put a TikTok video up that says, "Did you know this person was in this movie?" And some some one person. I know I got to get over this. Max, it's my issue. One person will be like, "No, it's not. It, it's my issue." No. Not no, it's not. One person will be like, "Yeah, he's an actor. Of course, he's in more than one movie." Oh yeah, that I understand that, but I just need to go through this with you right now. In the movie Action Jackson, and and I also recognize that not all of these movies took place before Action Jackson, although the vast majority of them did. You know, like the Belichick coaching tree, or like the um, who was this? 49- Sean McVay. Who was the Forty ers coach? No, the old old Forty ers coach oh. with Montana. Oh my God, uh, Bill Walsh. Yes, the Walsh coaching tree. Yeah, 
This is with the, Andy Reid and yeah. this is the Joel Silver coaching tree. Okay. This movie. So let, let me just start here. I'm As gonna, a producer, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm going to go through some characters, and I am going to tell you that they are in one of these movies. They are either going to be in Predator, Die Hard, Commando, or Lethal Weapon, and that covers almost every single character in this movie. Do you believe me, Max? Uh, Robert Davey, no. Okay, well, you're wrong. And what? I, What's he in? Rock and roll. Here we go. Is he a commando? You, you shush your shush. Okay. I'm ready to rock and roll. I shush my shush. Remember I said Predator, Die Hard. Yep. Oh, he's Big Johnson. Oh, whoa, whoa, no, sorry. whoa, sorry. whoa. <laughs> Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed and Rocky, Dylan and Predator. Bill Duke, Captain Arm Brewster in Action Jackson. Uh, he's his boss. Mac and Predator, Cook and Commando. Sonny Landham. Mr. Quick, he's the drug dealer in Action Jackson. He's terrifying. Billy in Predator. Dennis Hayden, he is Shaker in Action Jackson. He's the guy who takes the grenade launcher at the beginning of the movie. He is also Huey Lewis's doppelganger. <laughs> Looks exactly like him. In Die Hard, he's Eddie, who sits at the front I desk. I have 50 bucks on that Yeah, game. you got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Devereaux White, he plays Clovis, the guy who's watching Action Jackson's car in this movie. Yeah. He's Argyle and Die Hard. Oh, no way. Yeah. Ro- Robert one. Davey plays Tony Moretti in Action Jackson. He's Action Jackson's like good friend, friend from high school. who's like terrified and thinks he's like about to be murdered, which he is. He is Johnson in Die Hard. One I was of in the junior FBI, high. FBI yeah. or DEA? Yeah. FBI. FBI. Yeah. Mary Ellen Trainer, the secretary that gets uh, pistol whipped at the beginning of this movie. She's Gail Wallens in Die Hard, the reporter. When you said at the beginning reporter, you were thinking of Die Hard. She's also the police psychologist in Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah. Who thinks like Riggs is crazy. <laughs> Hold but, on. Yeah. I'm not done. There's more. And there's more. Alion. Celine Dion. Alion. Delaplane's chauffeur. Uli in Die Hard. Endo in Lethal Weapon. Hold on. I've got more. <laughs> Sit back and relax. Jack Thibodeau who is Detective Cotterwell. That's the detective who like used to be Action Jackson's buddy and who, was like, kind of giving him help at the beginning. Gets back with him in the end. He's McCaskey in Lethal Weapon. When, remember when Murtaugh was like, things are changing. He's like, oh, I cried in bed last night. You know, you got to express your emotions. Oh, yeah. That's him. Oh, my God. Ed O'Ross, the guy who gets killed in the beginning of the movie yep. when he's with his secretary. He plays Stringer. Um, he is Mendez in Lethal Weapon. He made the deal with the Shadow Company and had to be scared by them lighting Mr. Uh, Joshua's arm, Gary Busey. Oh, my God, you're right. That's yeah, the yeah. dude in the yeah. beginning of that as well. And by the way, special credit to Robert Davey and Mary Ellen Trainer, who also were both in Goonies. Remember uh, Mikey, yeah, the mom. Mikey and Brant's mom? Yeah. And then, of course, Jake Fratelli, played by Robert Davey. Yeah. Two more, and that's a lie, more than two, but we'll start with these How two more. How is there so many? Oh, there's two more. Charles Meshack. Do you know who that is? No. So do you remember in the movie Commando when he said, leave my friend alone, he's dead, dead tired, tired and yeah. snapped his neck? He is the pool room bartender. Oh, my God, you're right. In, yeah, so he's the pool room bartender in Action Jackson. He plays Enrique's in Commando. And last but not least, Bob Miner, who plays Gamble. So Gamble's the guy that looks like Action Jackson. He's in the car chase uh, scene. He's the one at the end that tries to frame him because he's got a mustache yeah. and he looks like him. Max. Do you know who he is and what he's in? No. You don't. He is one of Kirby's top guys that flies to the mountain to go see Matrix and his daughter and say, we're going to protect you and can't smell them downwind and gets murdered. Oh, my God. He's one of the two guys in Commando. Ladies and gentlemen, that is called Joel Silver's coaching tree. That's wild. Yeah. So there you go. So I've been that, that, like literally all week. I've been like, I can't wait. And, and Max is going to have to make the longest TikTok ever and have to cover all this. But I think that's absolutely incredible. Is Joel Silver the coolest guy on the face of the earth ever? Yeah, ever. Like, what do you think his eighties was like? He's partying with like probably a lot, uh, Mel Gibson, a, a, probably a lot of baking powder, yeah, and, and uh, convertibles. That's how this movie got made. They yeah. were just in a room, just yeah. thinking of ideas. Like, let's, yeah. let's dance. Uh, I, I mean. That's the thing, too, is that as, as we sit here and joke about all these actors, there is a familiarity. There's an action film familiarity. This happens in all genres. If you see horror, 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 if you see horror films, you'll always see like a couple guys that are like in all these horror films, right? If you see sci-fi films, uh, it, it's no different than uh, in Terminator and um, Aliens. Uh, Bill Paxton? No, right. Vasquez. Oh, yeah. And how she's in both. Although maybe She's that, in Terminator? Yeah. What is she, Terminator? Terminator 2, she's the stepmom. Oh, yeah, you're right. Although, not the best example, because she and the other guy are also in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> but but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You do see these, like, reoccurring. And obviously, 
If you're a producer or a director and you work with someone you know, you know I equate everything to football. This is no different than going to a new job and taking that receiver that you can trust that you used to be a coach with yeah. with you or a coach. So I get that part of it. I can't think of another movie that is as jam-packed with small roles and big roles of people that were in the coaching tree. So I think like Oppenheimer, it was like, oh my God, I, I knew so everyone. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, what? But let's go 80s. I mean, you said it. It's kind of like Breakfast Club, yeah, Brett Pack, it, John re- Hughesian. But it's like a reunion tour. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Like they're not at their peak. Well, maybe they, I mean, some, no, none of them are at their peak, right? right? I mean, none of them. None of them ever any, got back any, to where they were. Of everyone I just list, I don't think any of them ever carried a film as a lead. No. Right? So. No. Hmm. No, no, I can't. Yeah. They're all they're all secondary actors and actresses, but they're just they're very well known. Yeah. In, in my world of action films, right? Even Sharon Stone, like she never really carries a movie. Yeah, I mean Michael Douglas, you'd say over her in Basic Instinct, right? I mean, both of them, but, yeah. I, but that's like a tandem thing. Yeah. You know what's wild? <laughs> she in this movie, the the, the uh, are we gonna talk about the the death, the, the totally unnecessary yet necessary nudity for both her and Vanity? Yeah, she's already <laughs> dead, and they pull up the curtain. Yeah, and. She was. She didn't die naked. Right. They just made her naked. Sure. Right. Well, he made her naked because it fit the you know like the mo of what was going on. But and yes, he, he kissed her while she was dead. I. You know what, man? Delaplane was a bad D- dude. Does he ever explain like they have a party two days later and they're not like, hey, how's your dead wife? Are you doing okay? So like, it's funny. I know our next episode or one of our next episodes is going to be Poltergeist and the Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Craig. By the way, I do have. He's to, amazing. I blew this. him off at the yeah. beginning because I wanted to get to that thing. But I will tell you between this movie. All the right moves, poltergeist, and then I'm going to jump ahead. The Devil's Advocate, yeah, he he can do. He's got range, dude. Turner and Hooch, he's the evil oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does evil really well, but I mean, he does coach. I mean, he was great in coach. Yeah, but also Blades of Glory, he's the coach. Oh, yeah, the yeah. he was so good in Blades and of Glory. Get Hard. He's Martin. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And by the way, you forgot the best part about him. He's the voice of Mr. Incredible from the Pixar movie. Yeah. I yeah, did, I, I did not. Yeah, he's the big burly. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I know. I know who Mister Incredible is. Yeah, for God's sake, Max, don't don't insult us. <laughs> Come on. He went to the University of Arizona, and he was born on four four forty four. All right, I know you've been squatting on that, Max. <laughs> regarding this movie, I'm I'm feeling good as far as the covering of the characters, since I just gave you more characters than we've ever done on any one of our podcasts. I love young Sharon Stone, though. That's always good. She's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know she went to college when she she was fifteen? I believe it. Yeah. She's got like a brilliance to her. Yeah. She and also on. I want. I got more who, facts. On who her. plays the uh, not the White Wolf? She it, has asthma and diabetes. Who? That's wild. <laughs> who is the um, in the Avengers? You know uh, Bucky. Yeah, Sebastian Stan. Have you ever seen when he confesses his crush to Sharon Stone? Yeah. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. yeah. It would be like me and Elizabeth Shue. If I met Elizabeth Shue, that'd be like awkward. A little bit. <laughs> Little bit. Oh, uh, what's his face in this movie too? Who? Uh, the guy who's his buddy who boxes, who is also in Weird Science, who's also in a bunch of movies. The heavier guy, dug dug this. Oh yeah, uh, he's like a jazz guy. And he, was a, he was in. He's the truck driver in Terminator. Yeah, and he's also in Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. And he's also in uh, Roadhouse. He's can, the what, what, car can we get guy. his name for yeah. God's sake. Get his name. Okay. Come on, show some respect. Chino Fats Williams. That's right. <laughs> and then the other, only other small. I mean, I don't even call it a cameo, but the martial arts guy that was sparring with Craig T. Nelson with Delaplane, the guy's arm broke. I think in the future. He was the both future. in the future. He was both in the Mortal Kombat movie and then in Beverly Hills Ninja. Wasn't he uh, Chris Farley's like brother? Oh, yeah, you're right. Am I right? Okay. I mean, I, I think I so. so. Well, yeah. you know what? No Let's research. leave it in there. No research on that one, but it just caught my eye and I thought I knew it. Max, uh, if you had to, if you were forced to recast Action Jackson. Oh, my God. I, I'll just make you do it. Give me who are you recasting Carl Weathers with and who are you recasting Craig T. Nelson with? You can make it fish out of water and go John Claude Van Damme. For who? For Action Jackson. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he's like the kind of cop from uh, Brussels or something yeah. like that. Do you know on, what I mean? Like, on an exchange program? Yeah, because he's so ridiculous. And uh, for the evil guy, Steven Seagal. That's a movie. That's <laughs> that is a movie. Only if you do both of them. Yeah. Where's your head at today? <laughs> You're all fired up. I was supposed to be critical. I was like, wait a second. That's Van Damme and Seagal? <laughs> My God. Yeah. It's and glorious. He kind of looks like Delaplane, too. It's kind of the cool thing about Delaplane is that he's not this traditionally like jacked no. bad guy, but he knows <laughs> a little bit of karate. <laughs> I know, right? Like, if I had to put someone else in the place of Carl Weathers for Action Jackson, is it lame if I say Bruce Willis? A little bit. 
Yeah. Because like immediately I think Bruce Willis and I think um What about Jesse Ventura? <laughs> no, Ventura would be a great Delaplane. Yeah. Oh yeah, that too. Although he, could, he can't do karate. He can't yeah. move. I mean, could you do Schwarzenegger? Uh yeah. All right. I'd rather have this than Red Heat. All right. I got no good answers Red Heat for sucks. you. Red Heat does suck. Max, uh, favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. Um, I already know one of them. The so ribs. I, I, I like your ribs. I still haven't found this out, by the way, with uh, Papa Doc's uh, manlyhood in a jar. Yeah, the testicle in the jar thing. So Papa Doc is the name of the rapper that Eminem battles Correct. in 8 Mile. And you're wondering I, if that name was taken from Action Jackson. I can't find it anywhere, but I, I think it would I mean, be. 8 Mile, Detroit. Detroit. And Papa Action Doc's Jack. a weird name. Let's, do some research, man. Yeah. That's all I ask of you. Is the Amen, research. the religious evangelical scene is so strange. You, that's your favorite scene in the movie? It just made me laugh so oh, hard. God yeah. bless America. What a terrible <laughs> scene to pick. I mean, I would settle for the opening scene. The boat murder. Uh, that's a good one, too. When they're telling all the jokes about the guy with no arms and no legs. I think my favorite scene in the movie is when they arrest that pickpocket. and He faints? And he faints. I, when, when everything gets spilled. You're a lowbrow man. Did, what did he say, like? Cool out, mellow man. out, mellow out, yeah. and he just passes out. And his, oh. and his nameplate says Jericho Jackson. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. By the way, what we also forgot to mention is, as I was going through the list of all the movies that you're getting uh, tip of the hat to, the other movie we have to tip our hat to is Back to the Future Two, because you've got both Biff Tannen and uh, what's her face. I think was in Back to the Future Two. Oh, Mary Elizabeth, whatever. Antonio. No. <laughs> No, man, not not her. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Mary Ellen Trainer. Correct. She was the also a news anchor, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. And she's dead. She what? Yeah, it's a bummer. Oh, that is a bummer. So many people are dead from this movie. Well, she's dead and fast die young. Uh Vanity's dead. The evangelist? Yeah. Oh. Both died in like 2015, 2016. Well, that's a great note to end on, Max. I have nothing else. You ready to go to our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight? Let's do it. Buzz Killington McJones over here <laughs> with the death list. All right, let's see who we got. Max, today's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is Raul Vega, not Vincent Vega from uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. God, I had a or I had Vega a from uh, Street Fighter. Yeah, but Raul. Yeah, Raul is a not just a fan of the show. Super nice dude. Yeah, like, the best dude. Oh yeah. So, Raul, let's hear what you had to say about Action Jackson. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. It means a lot. I hope by the time this plays, you guys will be in your new studio. Hopefully, if that's so, high five. All right. But uh, <laughs> Action Jackson, such a great movie. You know, especially my favorite scene personally is the one where he's all chained up. And, you know, the bad guy's threatening him and everything. And then the guy from Die Hard, you know, he was the security guard. He's like, let's have ourselves a barbecue. And then this whole action sequence breaks out. And they're going at it. And then <laughs> just when the guy thinks he's safe, he loses his rocket launcher. And then he looks at him and he says, how do you like your ribs? And then just blows them to pieces. I mean, that is such an 80s thing with the puns and the one-liners. You know, you think of that and then you think of the Schwarzenegger movies that he does the same thing. It's, it's only that era that you can probably get away with it. Try to do that now in these movies these days and it probably won't even work as well. But I always worked well in the 80s. You know, Carl's Weather is amazing. He's a great actor. I love him in, you know, the Rocky movies and Predator, you know. He has his, his good films, and this is a good film as well, Action Jackson. So it's an amazing thing, and uh, this movie has a lot of heart, miles and miles of heart. <laughs> but thanks again for you guys having me on here. It means a lot, and um, you guys are funny as well. Always make me laugh, you know. So thanks again for the opportunity, and I hope you guys take care. This was Buzz in the Tower. Nailed it. Miles and miles of heart, Max. <laughs> miles and miles of heart. He also said, he commented, he's like, I thought about doing the Bane voice. And he's uh, like, I was like, no, uh, no. In the darkness. <laughs> oh, I haven't done the, this is the inaugural Bane voice in the uh, new studio. I have to do that. Well, you were born in action, Jackson. I merely adapted. <laughs> nope, other way. But nah, That's all right. <laughs> God, I wasn't prepared. I should have prepared some words. Should have sent a poet. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> it's from Contact. Oh, yeah. I say it all the time. Yeah. When I got to... Oh, by the way, did I tell you where I'm going this weekend? No. I am... For you guys, actually, nobody will hear this episode until after it happens because we're recording Wednesday for next Tuesday. But I am waking up early Sunday morning, and I mean like 4 a.m. is my... Gross. Day. No, 3 a.m. Gross. Waking up at 3 a.m., waking up my son at 3 a.m., 
shaking him out of bed, heading to the airport and flying to Tampa, Florida to watch my Detroit Lions play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's incredible. He's going to be so jacked. Hey, when you lose, you can go to a strip club because it's the number one strip club place in North America. That's not where you take your 10-year-old son. Oh. But that's something how that, he becomes a man, right? Yeah, it's not how you become a man. You watch Terminator 2. <laughs> Him and Baker. You watch hang Terminator 2, Max. <laughs> uh, Raul, thanks so much for the kind words, for doing the spotlight. We, uh, we love having you on the show and all excellent points. Again, Max, every week I say this. I love when our spotlights, our fans are so aligned with us. They always pick the same things that we talk about, which is great. We all love great stuff. We do. We do. Uh, So we covered Action Jackson. A reminder, uh, please subscribe and leave a five-star review and some wonderful words about how awesome you think Max and I are, mostly me. And if you need more content, and I know you do, go to at Buzz in the Tower on any social media platform. You can also go to our Patreon, our website, et cetera, et cetera, duplicity. I don't know why I added that word. Duplicity? <laughs> Multiplicity? Sure, That's a good not? one. Why not? On that note, Max, I turn it over to you, the, the the right man, the hand to my something or other, something or other. What do you have to say? Some say his mother was molested by Bigfoot, and Mo is the mutant offspring. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Max, you just went cold turkey? I want my cold turkey served. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>